What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, it's Ravens v. Eagles week. Let's get it. Abe versus Jack. You know the deal. The Ravens travel to play the Eagles. We obviously discussed that, along with a review of the Wendy's Pretzel Bacon Pub Cheeseburger. Hint, hint, it's delicioso. And then we have our discussions on NFL Week 6, Le'Veon, who's going to pick him up, Pax versus Bucks. You've got Jalen and Tannehill. Obviously, Abe got some Bachelor talk in there with our boy Dale Moss. Then we talk power rankings and, of course, the My Bookies People Parlay, which is a lock. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Let's Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? I think you should start calling me Wendy, actually. <laughs> um, what's on my mind? Lunch. That's what's on my mind. 158 on Wednesday afternoon. Look at this. In the flesh, pretzel, bacon, pub, cheeseburger. Shout out, Wendy's. Shout out, me, moment of the week. You already know what's in the burger. Jeez, the hair, man. It's, you know? You already know what's in the burger. So Jack and I thought, you know what? Let's review it. So here we go. All right. So, so Abe's going to take his first bite. As you guys know, quarter pound of fresh beef, Munster cheese, applewood smoked bacon, a smoky honey mustard, crispy fried onions, and a warm beer cheese all in a pretzel bun at participating Wendy's. So Abe's going to test it out right now as he takes his first bet, uh, first bite. This is our pitch to Wendy's to become the title sponsor of the Snapback Pod. We are going right. above and beyond for the brand. I don't so. even need free food. I, I don't even need it. But all right, here we go. This is part of my me moment of the week. Abe's me moment of the week. I'm going to I'm gonna break mine open while he takes his first bite. It looks satisfying. As he's chewing, I do want to mention one thing. You can actually... I got the combo meal. You can upgrade your fries to pub fries as well. And normally, like fast food fries, it's impossible to drive home without taking one out of the bag. But they put this nice cover on it because it's got like, it's got bacon and cheese on it. And so it actually kept the smell in. Abe, what's your review? You know, sex is cool and all. But have you ever tried this bacon pub cheeseburger? That's I aggressive. Mean, my, but my God, the way that the the honey mustard Ooh, those accents, fries are good. accents the crispy onion strings. I mean, hold on, one more bite. You hear that crunch? Or is that just my hair? Ugh. I'm gonna try I mean, mine. I mean, oh this my is God, the stuff. This looks that, amazing. This is the stuff you read about. This is literally mm. what you read about in the textbook. Mm. Now I, mean, I don't want to down a whole burger in the middle of a podcast, but I'm kind of hungry. I might. <laughs> All right. So the, the the kicker to this burger is the pretzel bun. So I'm gonna do a little double review. It's pretty damn good. There's nothing I hate more than people chewing. So as people are listening, it's just hearing me chew. Oh, you don't want a little? I apologize. Well, crispy bacon ASMR. Hold on. Hit him with the ASMR. 
I mean, this mm. is just fantastic. You guys already know what the deal is. Packs a quarter pound of fresh beef, yada, yada, yada. What's the, what's the X factor on this burger for you? The X factor? You know what's underrated on the burger? That they don't even, there's not even in the reading, is the pickles. The pickles throw a nice touch on this. I agree, and even more expanding on the fact, the fact that there's no tomatoes. You know this, but I don't know if the fam knows this. Tomatoes are literally the worst food in the entire world. Like, Abe it's hates one of those, tomatoes. Do you, have a, do you have a food that if it touches your stuff, like you can't eat it? Like you hate so, that much? No, no, nothing like that. I'm not a huge fan of onions. Oh my God. But I the onions, onions on the, I know you love them. Onions on this have to give the nice texture to it. It's really good. If you packed me in a room with 500 tomatoes and Jared Dudley, I think I'd have a panic attack. (laughs) That's how much I hate. And there's no tomatoes on this. Um, That's one me moment of the week. It's Mm. just my Wednesday lunch. But you want to talk about sports or no? I mean, on our sports pod, we, we rarely do. But it is a special week. It is yeah, a special yeah. Whatever. Week. My me moment of the week, other than this, uh, so everyone knows the Eagles play the Ravens this week. My me moment of the week is the fact that Jack and I, despite knowing what weekend it is, it's not the back and forth trash talk banter that you would expect us to have on an Eagles Ravens week. And, and why is that? That's because the Eagles lost last week to the Steelers. I said it on last week's last Thursday's episode. I'm taking the wig off, by the way. Hold on. <laughs> All right, I'm back. I said it on last Thursday's episode, um, if the Eagles beat the Steelers last week, and we were going into, not only now with fans at Lincoln Financial, and we were going into a game with the Ravens, I would have started talking myself into some some dumb shit about this game. <laughs> but the fact that we didn't win this game, the, the Steelers game, um, you know... Jack has more to lose than I do this week, plain and simple. And that's the that's my me moment of the week. I'm going into this weekend. If we lose, we were supposed to lose. If we win, tune in Monday. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really feel like a Ravens-Eagles week, especially because this week comes once every four years. Um, and obviously, like, we've only been doing this podcast for a little over a year, so... It'll be four more years until we do this again, unless... Bro, this burger is fire. <laughs> unless we meet in the Super Bowl. Um, they did just let Which, fans in. I would love to go to the game, but I don't think that's going to be possible. Oh, my God, dude. You tweeted at me yeah. right when fans got announced. I was like, he's going to make me go to this game. <laughs> he's going to make me go <laughs> to this game. If we could get tickets, it? I would be on a flight at 6 a.m. out of Miami, but it's it's to I would walk. Ticket. I would walk to Miami before I took a 15-minute train ride to Lincoln Financial to watch this game in person. Oh, boy. I guess that's the state of the Eagles. So, yeah, that's my me moment of the week is it's Ravens-Eagles week. It's supposed to be a good week for me. Let's let's move to our actual breakdown of the game, Ravens-Eagles. Obviously, we know emotionally how both of us feel. We both want to win. Abe hates the Eagles. I'm, I'm lukewarm on the Ravens right now. But... The Ravens are not playing good football. I've been saying that for a couple weeks now. Funny funny you should say that. <laughs> Neither are the Eagles. Well, actually, in the grand scheme of things, you guys are playing your best football right now. Yeah, we looked pretty good against San Fran. That's what I'm saying. And then the Steelers are a good team, and you you know, you know, were competitive. No, they're, no, they're not. I'm not they're, buying that at all. They're a good team. I'm not saying they're a great team. They're a good team. You can't deny they're a good team. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback. Yeah, so... 
Um, here's the deal. The Eagles defensive line, Abe always talks about it. If they make the impact that they can against a Ravens O-line that's struggling, against an offense that's really struggling, I think the game will be low scoring because your offense has been struggling. Yeah, a lot. How many points have you put up? In the no, last I know. Weeks? I know we've put up 30 plus in four of the five games, but we've played really bad teams. We played Washington football team. We played the Bengals. We played the Browns week one. Like we haven't played great teams or great. Defenses. Now's your first test. Now's your first test. Now's right? our great second test. Um, and then the Eagles offensively, our defense looks really strong besides when we played the Chiefs. And uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a low a scoring game. Let me ask you a question. If you were sitting in the cornerbacks room this week in Owings Mills, Maryland, where the Ravens do their film study, and you saw this guy, Travis Fulgham, on tape, would you just throw your hands up and say, listen, there's nothing we can do about this guy? This guy's like, how is Marcus Peters? Is Marcus Peters going to shadow Travis Fulgham? Are you going to double cover him? Will that leave Ertz open over the middle? That's what I'm the matchup I'm looking to watch. Is Ertz doing anything this year? Talking about how he wants George Kittle money, but playing like he, <laughs> playing like he deserves Kyle Rudolph money. Um, but yeah, my biggest thing to watch is will the Ravens put Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey on Travis Fulgham throughout the game? And if they do, that opens up space for Greg Ward. It opens up space for Miles Sanders. It's interesting to watch this new dynamic to our offense. Um, it's it's something to watch, and I think that the Ravens on the flip side have we, their we have a player in Miles Boykin who resembles the athleticism of Chase Claypool. So the thing to watch on that side of the ball is will Miles Boykin score four touchdowns, one in each quarter on Sunday? You know what? Forget Miles um, Boykin. The matchup to watch from a comedic level is. The Eagles linebackers, if you even want to call them that, mm-hmm. spying Lamar Jackson throughout the game. So that's another interesting thing. Lamar only ran the ball two times on Sunday. Partially, I would imagine, because of his knee injury and the Jack, illness. He could he could run for 70 yards on one foot against these Eagles <laughs> linebackers. All right, so that's maybe that should be in our people's parlay as a little prop bet, a little special prop bet. All right, Le'Veon Bell got released from the Jets, which is big for us, which is team don't pay a running back. Also big for us, which is like the Jets are the funniest organization. He picked the Jets to go to the playoffs last year. Let's just talk about that first. Last year's in the past. Last year's in the past. But here's a a few um, since the Jets hired Adam Gase things. Destroyed Sam Darnold's confidence and development. Check. Chased a homegrown talent out of town with incompetence in Jamal Adams. Made sure that no free agent will want to sign with them for years to come. Ranked last in offensive production for two straight seasons. And let's just talk about how Adam Gase is still there. He is still there. And wait, my favorite thing about it all. You remember Anthony Barr was signing with someone Mm -hmm. this offseason? You remember the whole thing he signed with the Jets? Mm Mm-hmm. He took a pay cut to leave the Jets and sign with the Vikings. He literally said, no, I will work for less money as long as I don't have to be there. <clears throat> That's what that says about this Jets organization. It's ugly. Uh, my boss, Joe Caparoso, who, who is a huge like Jets blogger, writer, podcaster, etc. Sucks for Joe. Sucks for him. Um, he has this hashtag that he trends, which is, 
Adam Gase Freedom Watch. So think of the players. Kenyon Drake, Damian Williams, Devontae Parker, Ryan Tannehill. So it's not only does he destroy internally, but it's Wait, like... All these Damian Williams and Devontae Parker were Jets? They were No, no, no. They were Dolphins under Gase. Like, it's oh, anywhere he goes, oh. he just doesn't let talent exude. It's crazy. He really makes teams, like, significantly worse. So, uh, but here's the deal with Le'Veon. He hasn't looked like old Le'Veon in a while. I, I, am, it, I am not taking – I'm throwing out everything I've seen of Le'Veon Bell in a Jets uniform. That's fine. I don't, I don't think it's fair to judge someone off that. I'll give this caveat. I think people forget that Le'Veon's never been the most explosive player. His patience and timing in the hole and as a pass catcher have always been great. And we haven't seen like big plays from Le'Veon. But that's in part because like he's behind an awful offensive line, an awful scheme. They don't use him as a pass catcher. So maybe he does still have that patience and great running ability. We just need to watch it. So where do you think Le'Veon Bell signs? Because he's going to sign somewhere. First team that popped in my head... Chicago. Why Why no, is everyone saying Chicago? N- not a clear-cut, like, running back by committee or running back I, that stands see, that's out. that's funny. That, that, was just, that was just the first team that came to mind. Then I okay. thought about it a little more. I like Buffalo. I like Buffalo. That's will an someone, interesting one. Will someone willingly go to live in Buffalo? That's a different conversation. So, because now, now it's up to him, and I think – I think he'll have his pick of the litter. Maybe Houston with Deshaun Watson. Uh, David Johnson really hasn't been what they thought he would be. Um, I'm shutting thought- all these down. I'm shutting all these down. Houston's got David and Duke Johnson. I've heard Arizona, Kenyon and Chase Edmonds. Chicago, they like Montgomery. They draft him as a young player with T- Tariq Cohen. I-, I don't think this one's that complicated. Why would he not be a New England Patriot? I mean, they don't have. I thought that too. They don't have any run game. Uh, I mean, Damian Harris is good at points, Burkhead, but they're the most by committee. He signed Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell's coming with way less baggage, which is funny because it's Le'Veon Bell. But I, I thought about all the depth charts, and I'm like, why in the world would he not be in New England? Someone on Twitter said the Ravens, and I was like, not only like does that... I mean the Ravens. So the Ravens were actually rumored to trade for him. That's what I, that's what made me think about but it. But then, then we drafted Dobbins. So, but like he doesn't even fit. Like for me, oh, when I think oh, about the Ravens, fits. oh he fits. The Ravens are like hit the hole type running downhill, in my opinion. Not like bouncing it outside. Yeah. Like you guys are going downhill the entire time. I don't need him on the Eagles. Miles Sanders is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, the guy is still talented. He, I'm just shocked he hasn't tweeted yet. Like, that's what I'm most... He did. He oh, what did he, he say? Did. He he tweeted or Instagrammed, like, this emoji, you know? <laughs> Hands and, together, uh, yeah. And then, he, and then he Instagrammed or something, said, like, I'm here to prove it. I got a lot to give. I'm ready to go. Which, okay. I believe him. Okay. I believe him. Le'Veon Bell, we, we forget, him and Antonio Brown together in Pittsburgh were, like, the most lethal offensive... I definitely don't forget that. (laughs) They destroyed us for years. Yeah, I mean, Le'Veon Bell is still Le'Veon Bell, and not to mention he sat out a year. It's not like he's got tread on the tires that much. He's got some. Still eating? Still eating over there? Yeah, it's delicious. (laughs) All right, uh, speaking of a team that wishes they hadn't signed every washed-up running back, the Bucks play the Packers, like, He'd be amazing for the Bucks if they hadn't wasted Fournette and Shady. That's kind of like a two-for-one punch. But Bucks versus Packers, 
I know we're going to get to power rankings later where Abe probably still has the Bucks in there. The Packers look are re- really good. The, ne- the next two segments we're about to talk about, which is Packers, Bucks, and then Bills, Titans. These are four quarterbacks, but really three that like I was so down on. Josh Allen down on. Tannehill down on. Rodgers down on. Obviously, I'm pro Brady, but... Like they unleashed, they unleashed Aaron Rodgers, and that defense is playing amazing. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, like they have a really good team right I now. I think I think unleash is is unfair to Aaron Rodgers. The guy went thirteen and three last year. It's just year two in the system. I don't think it's any much of an unleash thing. So it's more so like they're they're making aggressive throws down the field. They're not playing, you know, with those shorter routes and I him, attribute that to him being comfortable in the system. Sure. That, that's fine. That's fine. Um but point being, it's there. Like you can see it. And you can see if they had this offensive mindset last year, maybe they don't lose by thirty five points to the Niners in that NFC championship game. I have to imagine this team's the, the favorite to come out of the NFC. They're going, not, they're going to the Super Bowl. It, this always happens in week five, six. Like, there's a team that feels really strong, and then, you know, stuff happens. Um, but uh, the Packers look really good. They play the Bucks. What do you see about this matchup? Could this be a matchup of uh, NFC championship, NFC divisional round? For sure. Most, what I'm most excited to see, and it's about the Green Bay Packers, is... How strong is that defense actually? Because Tom will pick you apart. No, we're no one. Tom's not washed. The guy threw five touch. Sure, he has a little short term memory loss here and there <laughs> in terms of what down it is. But Tom is not washed. Tom can read a defense. Tom can pick apart a defense. Is he putting it forty yards down the field? No. But he's dinking dunking like he did the last four years in New England, and it gets down the field. I want to listen. We know what we have in Aaron Rodgers. We know we have in Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, the best offensive line in football right now. The defense has looked good. The corners have looked good. But can they do it against an elite quarterback like um, Tom Brady? Because they did it against Drew Brees. But Drew Brees. I could do it against Drew Brees. Let's talk Drew about Brees that later. Um, so my thing with the Bucks is, yes, they struggled against the Bears to score. But... They, they've been missing their weapons. Like, Godwin hasn't been playing. Gronk, he kind of had a moment where maybe he... He, sucks. <clears throat> he does. He is, you know what he is? He's washed he's up. Ju- it's his no, he's, he's Jimmy Tatro with an end zone celebration. <laughs> Regardless, the like they don't have Godwin. They haven't been at full strength. Fournette was hurt last game. So give, give Brady his full weapons. And one thing of note, you, before the whole four situation... There was an earlier situation where he was screaming on the sideline, and it was about penalties. They're second worst in the league in the statistic that is like penalties that stop drives or halt drives. So whatever. First and 20, I guess you can make that up. But if you go from third and 10 to third and 20, you're obviously going to be in a whole different world of trouble. They're second in the league in that. That's so much different than a Patriots team that he's used to. So we're still only five weeks in. You give the Bucks a little more time to get the right mindset, stop picking up dumb penalties, start playing the Patriot way, start playing the Brady way, give him his weapons back. That's going to be a special team. As for this game, I do think the current state of the team, the Packers should win the game. This is one of their toughest tests of the season. What's, uh, that's why I'm what's excited good, for. What's good with the weapons on Tampa this week? Are they playing? 
I don't know. I think Godwin's out again. Evans should be playing, but he's still, you know, a little banged up. He's always a little banged up. And Fournette didn't really play last week. They have had, you know, 10-plus days off because they played the Thursday night game. But um, we'll see. So other game last night, Tuesday Night Football, was Josh Allen and the Bills against Tannehill and the Titans. Number 42 points was a little inflated with what happened late in the game. Uh, which apparently you can throw like three yards past the line of scrimmage now, which I had never seen before. But yeah, what you know what? For, forget if he was actually past the line of scrimmage or not. The NFL owes its fans the integrity of honoring the blue and yellow lines. <laughs> Agree. You know what I mean? There's no fans in the stadium. <coughs> All their viewership is coming from television. We grew up in an era where those lines meant something. And last night they got thrown out of the toilet. Or I understand the, toilet. the the concept of it has to be his entire body past the line, but I thought he was like two yards past. Like he looked no, like he, he was looked, halfway he, there. He looked a good four yards. And <laughs> listen, if if you're the NFL, you need the ref to come to the mic and say, "Listen, he was across the line, but there's a lot of you at home, and it makes or he wasn't across the line, but a lot of you at home on according to the blue line, he was." 15-yard penalty, <laughs> right. still first down. Right, exactly. Like, it's uh, a fan. It's it's for the fans, the blue and yellow lines. Yeah. And the greatest thing that ever happened, in my opinion, was the Sunday night football, the different colored turf, like the light green versus the dark. I took love a, that. Took me a while to get used to it. It's I'm, I'm, really helpful. I'm working up to it. It's really helpful. But Josh Allen, worst game of the season, only scored 16 points. Tannehill, four touchdowns. Looks spectacular again. I thought it was system. I thought he got hot. Now I'm starting to wonder if Ryan Tannehill is actually a good quarterback. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but you know, forget the the Ryan Tannehill and everything. You know what pissed me off about this game? Mm. The Titans think they're like, it's them oh versus the world. They, they think it's disgusting. them versus the world now because they got COVID. Yeah, dude, you guys got COVID in a pandemic where 33 million others. Newsflash, you're not that special. Well, I think that's part partially because people are like, throw them out of the league, find them, do the yeah, because then you were having practices, you were spreading AFC South ticket that I'm waiting to cash. Exactly. So yeah, I hate the us against the world mindset, which is very variable and very Taylor Lewan and all of that. But uh, did you see the Derrick Henry stiff arm on Josh Norman? Like, come on, bro. He. He should have to apologize or get yeah. fined. Yeah, you, you like you just can't do that. The, the guy, I'm pretty sure, has children. Josh Norman has children. Well, Derrick Josh Henry Norman. has children too. It's Earl yeah, Thomas it's Josh, and Josh, Josh Norman. Norman and Earl Thomas. <laughs> I mean, that's mean. That was mean. <clears throat> like, I don't I wanted, know if I could you throw like sorry. a six year old child the way he threw a grown man. I could. It would look similar though, which is insane to think about. You think Wendy's could provide a six-year-old child for us okay. to test that one? Okay. No, we're not partnered with um, what's the what's the cabinet place? Wow, I meant to come up with that. Wow, way fair, yeah. way fair. That would have been fire. <laughs> I know. I, Bosch, I, I blanked. Guy. I blanked. Josh Allen. Um, I'm happy to see him kind of come back to earth a little. He still looked really good throwing the football. They were missing John Brown and Zach Moss. Things weren't perfectly clicking. Beasley kind of had a hamstring. Um. He pr- definitely has a hamstring. Like, And then he had another that wasn't quite working. Um, that's, once again, why we don't crown the MVP after just five weeks. But, but if we were to right now, it's it's a battle of Russ and Rodgers. Yeah, I think it would be Russ by far. It w- well, because Rodgers hasn't played a week. 
exactly. recency bias. No, no, no. More so just like Russ is doing the most and Rodgers is playing perfect games, right? So, uh, You know what I saw about like when the Seahawks went on that game-winning drive against Minnesota? Russ was mic'd up at the beginning of it, and he said, they know exactly what's about to happen. They know exactly. He said that to his teammates. Did he say that? And I, yeah, and I'm just thinking, if, like, if you're on the Minnesota Vikings sideline, and like you're two like defensive linemen that have no impact, you just look at each other and go, we're so screwed. <laughs> like, there's like a minute and 12 seconds left. Like, you so, just know. So obviously DK so caught the touchdown, but did you see the pass to DK in fourth and 10? It was so. down the left sideline. It extended the game, obviously. Uh, Dantzler had a tough drive. but everyone saying, had a really tough drive. Everyone's saying he's playing really well. He just doesn't have that final close right now, which is Listen, fine. The guy's a rookie. Yeah, he'll the get guy's there. A um, all right, last thing, then we'll take a break. Speaking of the Packers, ex-Packers wide receiver, my boy Dale Moss. Abe, get involved. Tell, tell the fam what's good with Dale Moss. Well, so I heard. <laughs> I don't. I don't watch The Bachelor. <laughs> no, you can own watching The Bachelor. I watched The Bachelor so hard, man. <laughs> um, yeah. So sorry, I'm still eating. But um, Dale Moss. For those of you who don't know him, bounced around in a few practice squads. Jack had the pleasure of interviewing him down in Miami before the Super Bowl, and then took like an hour and a half Uber ride mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. to the game. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Just back to downtown Miami. So Dale Moss. Snapback fam is absolutely dominating reality television. Right <laughs> like we tell your moms that we're going to have them on the show or your sisters or your boys. Cause guys watch the bachelorette too. Um, this guy shows up night one of the bachelorette gets out of the limo, tall, good looking guy. Um, goes up to the girl says, hi, I'm Dale. Nice to meet you, dude. I've never seen a woman's panties drop so quick <laughs> in that instance. He had a five-second introduction on the show and then walks into, like, the mansion, and the girl's getting filmed. She's like, keep in mind, they talked for maybe seven seconds. She goes, I just met my husband. Excuse me? Is, is that is is that how this works? Listen up, people. Abe has a date tonight. We're hoping for a similar reaction upon entry. Is that going to be the bar that you're going to gauge it on? Is like seven seconds in. It's like if she doesn't no, think No, I'm just going to walk up and say, hi, I'm Dale. Nice to meet you. <laughs> um, but no, this Dale Moss guy bounced around the league a little bit. Now he's just absolutely dominating reality television. I mean, this Bachelorette's literally going to leave the show after like a week and a half of knowing him to elope. That's that's what's gonna happen, and if we want to make this a recurring little bachelorette segment, I, I'm so, in a fantasy. I, I'm in I a mean, we're gonna have to court. debate the greatest wide receiver of all time: Dale Moss or Randy Travis Moss. <laughs> there we go, Travis Fulgham. All right, fam, we're gonna take a quick break. After the break, we'll do my bookie's people's parlay and our power rankings. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, fam, we are back. Let's talk my bookies, people's parlay. Make sure you use the code SNAPBACK for 100% deposit bonus at mybookie.ag. So you can place the my bookies, people parlay with us because, as you know, this week we're due. And yeah, we're not really we, going to go. We're not really going to go 0 and 16. Again, no, 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 no. You already made the guarantee that we won't. On top of that, uh, Jack, I made the guarantee we'd win twice. <laughs> on top of that, not only are we going to win, uh, at some point, but why are we do this week? You ask. It's because the brain trust. The brain trust is obviously Abe and I. It's really the only two people here. Uh, agreed 
on something genius, we're going to bet on good teams. I know this is crazy because last week we we I actually tallied it up between the Jets, between the Texans, between the Cowboys, Giants, under, and whatever the fourth game was, they had a combined record of like three and nineteen out of the five teams utilized. This week, we agree we're taking only teams with winning records. My first pick, I'm going Pittsburgh minus three and a half against the Brownies. Pittsburgh owns the Browns. The Browns do are they? good. Do yeah, they? they do. I mean, everyone owns the Browns. You like you're. I think you're forgetting because of your sucker Browns Not anymore. tattoo. Not anymore. That uh, anyone. I mean, the Ravens of Pittsburgh have just smoked the Browns in years past. Obviously, so I'm going Pittsburgh minus three and a half. Where's that game? I imagine in it's Pittsburgh. in Pittsburgh. So. I trust Pittsburgh to win the game. I think people are going to see the half and be like, maybe that it's a field goal game. Games don't – they just games don't. do end in field goals. But they also end in two and three and four and five field goals. So can't, I'm can't going Pittsburgh that. minus three and a half. They got the defense. They got the offense. They got a coach now. Uh, they have everything you need to win a football game by more than four points. So Pittsburgh minus three I, and a half absolutely despise that pick so we're so lit um my first pick monday night little hedge opportunity loading probably won't hedge because we're cocky like that cardinals minus two and a half in jerry world against dalton uh redhead versus red jerseys the marquee matchup of the week uh listen i saw this and i thought kind of like the cowboys here like feel like a lot of people are going to be down on dalton and the cowboys defense obviously and then I thought, I'm not betting on the Cowboys. We only bet on winning teams. So two and a half to win by a field goal in Jerry World. I think Kyler and D-Hop and that entire offense puts up a lot of points. I don't think this defense is getting it together anytime soon. Give me two and a half against the Dolphins. Or you take two and a half, Dallas. We didn't, we didn't really discuss Dallas. And we're not obviously going to discuss them in our power rankings because they won't be top five. So let's give a quick little thing. I know people are saying it's not like a huge downgrade from Dak to Dalton. Jack, I, I kind of disagree with that. I think that the Cowboys can still easily win the division with Andy Dalton. Well, I agree with that because they need four games. But I think when it comes to like Dak Prescott is much better than Andy Dalton. Like I think people are getting – this guy got chased out of Cincy. He couldn't even start in Cincinnati. What do you mean? He had good years in Cincinnati. He, yes, five years ago he had good years. He hasn't been good in years. Um, so I like the pick. I like the pick. If I were going to tell you the Eagles are plus 130 to win the division right now, would that tickle you? Yeah, that would tickle me. I would like to hear what the Giants are. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> um, all right, my are, you, are you serious? My second, we'll discuss. My second pick in honor of betting on good teams to be bad teams. I'm going Colts minus eight against Cincy. Normally, I would like the Bengals in this spot, but I just watched Cincy, who I thought would put up really good points against the Ravens. Didn't do anything. Colts have just as good of a defense. Colts plus should 20, get some. Giants plus 2,700. Really? Bet of the day? I mean, what are they, two games back of a team led by Andy Dalton? Jack, the Giants are. Awful. They're not that bad. What? They almost beat Dallas. Who's what has what record? Dude, that's my point. They're two games back. Jack, Jack, Jack. I, Jack I'm kind Jack. of all in on that bet. Um, you we'll realize discuss. teams look at their schedule and go, the Giants are the easy of the of the schedule. 
you realize that the Raven, like I see the Ravens schedule, and I look at it and I say, oh, the Eagles are an easy win. Keep that um, energy. Colts minus eight against the Bengals. I think the defense can shut down Burrow again. I think they'll get the run game going again. Um, bounce back. Big bounce, bounce back. back for Rivers. I'm going Colts minus eight. It's a shame because I really like Joe Burrow a lot. Me too. I really do. Not this week, loser. Last game of the week, Fox game of the week. Joe Buck running on no sleep and 10 Red Bulls probably. We got the Packers and the Bucks. Now, we said we're only going to bet on good teams. But this one, we're going to fade them. We're going to fade them. (laughs) We're we're betting on the good defenses. Correct. Under 54.5 in Packers-Bucks because that is so many points. Which, honestly, I guess it's not nowadays. Now everyone scores like a million points. Fox game of the week. People are probably thinking this is going to go through the roof. 70-50 to Green Bay. Mm -mm. Nope. I'm looking at a 28-24 win. That should cash it with 2.5 points to spare. Just feels right. My points bet it. Nah. Uh, maybe. Nah. All right. Uh, maybe. My bookies, people's parlay, pit minus three and a half, Packers, Bucks under 54 and a half, Colts minus eight, Arizona minus two and a half, bet 33 to win 406. What do you think? Obviously, none of them are going to lose, but if there were one to lose, you think it's the under? No. Nice. I, I... You think it's the Cardinals? No. I think, so you think it's so you think it's one of your picks? Nah, my I might if we actually broke it up into like the two and two picks. I think I'm on like a hot streak. Like in the I'll, weeks I'll do we do little, bad, I think you go like oh for two bad. I'll do a little research right. tomorrow and try and get whatever. But it's it's the people's parlay. It doesn't really matter about our individual records. Yes, it does. My record's amazing. All right, <laughs> power rankings. Let's go. I'm gonna go first. Number five, the Ravens. Guess who's back, back, back. (laughs) I just see everyone putting them in their power ranking top five, and I feel like like, that's not fair. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll do it. I really don't think we're a top five team in football right now, but eh, whatever. If we're five and one, and we went, you know, we had the MVP with a good defense, hard to argue against us, I guess. Abe, Jack, don't think their teams are top five in football. Number four, I'm going Pittsburgh undefeated. I do think, like Abe said, they're probably not as good as people want to say. No, they're not. They're not. I think that's because of their defense. But I think, I think like everyone thought they would have an incredible defense. Maybe it's a really good defense, but everyone thought their offense could be good. It might be a really good offense. It really might. I don't um, think it is. If you're looking at one thing with Pittsburgh to point out, it's they have a really good defense, probably. And they have a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's it. Whether the Hall of Fame quarterback but they're is... they're weapons. Play. They have weapons, bro. Listen, I'm not looking into four touchdowns from Canadian Claypool and talking about weapons. They got they've Deontay got, they've got Johnson, Benny and James. G- yeah, dude, they've they got They've got Benny what? and James. Right. Uh, number three, Seattle. I cannot... I, I'm in on the 12th man because I, I want to be in with them. But they're the same fraudulent team they were last year. That team plays no defense, and Russ just bails them out. Yeah, they're throwing more in the first quarter, but they're, they're not going anywhere. Uh, you don't no, think? No, they're not going anywhere. They, by, by anywhere, you mean they're not going to win two playoff games. Right, NFC champion. But Jack, Jack, I'm talking, they get a bye in the first round somehow and win one playoff game, they're in the NFC championship. Sure. Which, actually, are they? I don't know how the new playoff yeah. format works with seven teams. Yeah. If if you're the one seed, you get the bye, you win the game, you're in the NFC Championship game. Hmm, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, number two, the Chiefs. So here's the deal with the Chiefs, like I've been saying. 
The defense is not that good, as we saw Derek Carr expose them. And let's talk about the offense. Nah, let's not let's not talk about <laughs> it. But let let's at least let's keep an eye out for it. Let's give the listeners some insight onto what's going on around the NFL. I'm not buying into it, as I probably should, because I love to. Um, people believe that all you have to do is not blitz Mahomes and drop and two drop deep two. safeties, and that's going to give them more troubles. And maybe it does. The problem is you're you're giving them this information in week five. So by the time the playoffs roll around and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes have looked at this strategy for 12 weeks, someone's going to have to come up with something different. Now, does that bode well for a team like Pittsburgh who can get there with four people? Yes. Does it bode really poorly as we saw for the Ravens who need to blitz to get pressure? That's correct. So I think it does start to show maybe who matches up best with them. But... I, you're talking the best D-line in football over here in Philadelphia. Exactly. That could be interesting in the Super Bowl. I don't know. And then number one, the Packers. Rodgers looks good. Offense looks good. Defense looks good. Undefeated. Have beaten people. I like I like the Packers. I bet on the Packers to go to the Super Bowl the other night. Okay. Number five, New England, baby. New England. <laughs> two Give and me two a help. New England. <laughs> well, they're off a bye now, so big bounce Still back two weekend. Still two and two. Big bounce back weekend from New England, number five. They've got smartest man alive when it comes to football, coaching them. They've got Cam, who just has so much swag. You heard it here first. They're about to get Le'Veon. I'm never betting against Bill Belichick. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So New England five, and they're there to stay. Number four, Tampa Tom, baby. Tampa Tom. Listen, they look okay, good, we'd say, but we highlight not that many weapons. You get that offense going. You continue to develop the chemistry. The defense holds up on their end. They can win a playoff game. Number three, Seattle. Listen, the only difference between Seattle and the Packers is the fact that Russ has to do it all for them. Rodgers has to do a lot just because that's what you have to do if you want to be an elite quarterback. But he has help. He has help from the defense. It's not what we're seeing. Like last year, Kind of MJ. What? <clears throat> Sorry. Last year, Seattle Seahawks are... This year's Seattle Seahawks. Same squad. Just with yeah. just because Jamal Adams tweets does not mean they have a good defense. Yeah, I mean the guy's tweeting with joints in the photo. Did you see that? No. When he the first week he was out, he uh he took a back photo like of his backside watching yeah. the game and his helmet on, and like his legs were spread and there was like a coffee table there. And there was just a joint on the table, <laughs> and then he took it down and deleted the same exact photo. Just pulled the joint out of it. Um. <laughs> So number two, Green Bay, for those reasons. And number one, the locks to win it all, the best team of all time, the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen, any given Sunday, you think I give a shit that Derek Carr beat Patrick Mahomes? No. You think I'm buying into this get to the quarterback, drop two safeties? Oh, my God, you've solved the Rubik's Cube that is Patrick Mahomes? No. They're the best team ever. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, the GOAT Patrick Mahomes, big red Andy Reid with his face shield. Locks to win it all. I said it before. I'll say it again. They could lose four straight games, and they'll still be number one in my power rankings. So I think it's funny that our power rankings are like, yours are like speculative, nope. and and mine are like a week by week. Like, you're not, you don't actually really take it into much account, like recent form, which is funny because last season, that's all my power rankings were. Like, even when Seattle and the Packers were 13-3 and whatever, 12-4, and four, I would always keep them lower on the list because I'm like, when they get to the playoffs, they'll get exposed. Jack, now this the year, Niners, and they never touch my power rankings once. Right. Which, speaking exactly. of which, can we just say I was right about no, the Niners? All they the got 
eight. They they have like eight injuries to eight star players. So oh, football players get hurt playing football. Hmm. That doesn't make them a bad team, though. I'm not saying I feel sorry for them, but that doesn't make them a bad team. So the Eagles are hurt too. So we're not a bad team. You guys are. You're right. You're a freaking awful yeah, you guys- team. <laughs> <laughs> you're an awful team. All right, fam. As can, I you score, guys- can I get a score prediction for this weekend for yeah. Eagles Ravens? Yeah. I'm going to go 28-24 Ravens. You know what they say. Good teams win. Great teams cover. <laughs> That's what Eve go- and our friends have been hanging on to for four years is that they covered the last time the Ravens and Eagles played. Well, that was a rookie Carson Wentz, and then we went on to win the Super Bowl next year, so you can suck me. Um, that wasn't the next year. It was two yes, years Yes, it was. Later. It was Carson two- Wentz's second year. We went to the Super Bowl. Really? Yes. No. Third. Third. Second. Third. Second. Third. He wasn't a rookie then was in the MVP conversation. He's not Lamar Jackson. He it was his third year. He got hurt. Foles won the Super Bowl. Look it up. Look it up, Eagles fan. Come on, Travis Fulgum. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, why haven't you changed your Twitter account to parentheses two or what do you have? One win? One three one Travis Fulgum Stan account. That's gotta be coming soon. Eagles um, Alright, I got it. Hold on. Yes, I was right, idiot. Stupid. Carson idiot. Wentz's second year. That yes, was... he went eleven and two, and then he got hurt in in uh, L.A. That game, he threw thirty three touchdowns in his second year and was supposed to be the MVP. What? He's remember he was really good. Then he got too jacked. Uh, my score prediction for the game. Hmm. Should I be an asshole or should I be real? I'm gonna be real. Forty one to twenty Ravens. That's what I got. Wow. Because they say, um, well, that wouldn't make the Ravens a great team. That would just make the Eagles a really shitty team. Which is accurate, which is fair. You know what? If you guys beat us this week, that might be a cause for you to climb up in the power rankings. Why? It's an impressive win on the road in front of the (laughs) best fans in the world. Regardless of what happens, the Eagles are dead. What happens if the Ravens lose? Do we have any type of wager on this? Uh, you you said you didn't want to have a wager. You're right, but there should be a one-way wager. Okay, what's that? If the Eagles win outright, you have to kiss Eagleson. Well, he's in Canada, so that's not going to be possible. Get there. Get there. <laughs> the, the downside to monday's pod if the ravens lose is for you is like i've been telling you we don't look good we're not playing well and we're, we're I've really been telling not. you that about my team as well right so it's really just like fake bragging rights like the eagles are dead the ravens are good we kind of already know these if the things. eagles win on sunday against the ravens thursday night the giants will be a max bet against the eagles forget the parlay <laughs> They Giants will be, will be a max bet anyways to win the division. I don't get why people think the Giants are so bad. Jack, you know I just don't watch them. They are atrocious. What's good I, about I, them? They have like a solid defense. I'm not saying it's a great one, but they don't have Jack, like a, Jack, they got 30. How many hung up on them by the San Francisco's 49ers G League team? That was like the Jets. That was the Jets that got killed. That was the, the Giants. That was the Giants, like 38 Yeah, but seven. that was on the MetLife turf, and that, that was hot Nick Mullins. Like, You're just talking to yourself into a plus 2,700. I, and hey, I've done it before. I actually is. can't believe it's 27 to 1 odds. With how bad the division is, they're all, 
This is what they have. They have competent players at both positions. No, they don't. Yes, they do on no, both sides don't. of the ball, and they have a no, good coach. Don't. No, they don't. He he dove on that football though. All right, right, fam. He did dive on the football. We'll see you on Monday, Snapback fam. Much love, peace.